So the QR codes will be printed off and left in the property in some way or on brochures or whatever. The agent can then uh, direct their buyer to scan that QR code. That buyer then gets taken straight through to the agent's website. On the agent's listing itself, there'll be a make an offer button. And then that buyer can click that make an offer button. It's all under the agent's brand and on the agent's website. So it's obviously part of the agent experience that they're offering their buyers. And then the buyer's guided through in a step-by-step process to place that offer. You're listening to Elevate, the official podcast of Elite Agent for real estate industry sales professionals, property managers, and leaders. With thanks to our partner Connect Now, Elevate brings you the best tools, thinking, and strategies to elevate your results. To get access to all of Elite Agent's premium resources, including a detailed episode guide for this podcast, visit joineliteagent.com. And for more information about how Connect Now can make moving easier on your clients, visit connectnow.com.au. Here is your host, Samantha McLean. Welcome to another episode of the Elevate podcast where we delve into some of the most interesting minds in business and in real estate for the very best tips and strategies for you to implement to elevate your business. I'm Samantha McLean, editor of Elite Agent and host of today's show. Today we're going to take a tour into the fascinating world of prop tech and my guest on today's episode is founder and CEO of Props, Daniel Bignold. Previously he was the head of residential and the head of commercial at REA Group and CEO of Commercial View. And Daniel has also spent the last seven years in the startup scale-up prop tech space. So Daniel, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Sam. Great to be here. It's great to have you here. And um, you've been an entrepreneur for some time. You've actually co-founded many an Australian-based tech company right from the heart of Melbourne. The first question I have for you is, where does that drive stem from? to create new businesses because being in startup mode constantly would be kind of scary. Um, Where does that drive come from? Yeah, good question. I think uh, I probably owe it to my father in terms of the the determination that I uh, inherited from him, to be honest. I, um, yeah, from a very early age, I've, I've, really had a, a um, you know, interest in business and, and been very focused in trying to get into the business world. Um, real estate's actually been something that, that's been there from a very early age as well, because you know a lot of my family were real estate agents. So my uncle, cousins, and brother have uh, all been real estate agents. So real estate and business have been, has been a strong vein in terms of our focus for, for my whole career. But uh, yeah, that, that, that underlying determination in terms of you know, growing businesses and competing in a business sense is definitely something I inherited from my father. Yeah, interesting. And so you've been involved in a number of startups and we're going to get into props in a second, but um, is there a standout one for you that you really enjoyed before props, let's say? Geez, I couldn't not say props, could I? That's a bit unfair on props. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to spend a lot of time talking about props, so I thought I'd just... Now, over the years, it's been great. So, you know, working in sort of obviously in the corporate world, plus also in the startup world, um, I would say, you know, a highlight um, in the corporate world was very much, uh, you know, working within the real commercial business, to be honest. Uh, we had a, had a small team, but a, an amazing team, an amazing culture there. And then probably into the, the startup space, uh, obviously, other than props, uh, probably the, the other brand that a lot of people might be familiar with is, is HomePass. So that was uh, a key highlight there. Really, that was a terrific product because we really tried to innovate the way in which, you know, an open uh, for inspection occurred and utilizing some really cool technology such as, uh, you know, Bluetooth beacons and things like that. So they would be the, the highlights for sure. 
Well, that technology was quite revolutionary at the time, wasn't it? And the yeah. problem that you identified that, that that solved was? Yeah, look, it was basically, it replaced the clipboard, you know, back in those days. So it's it's all about, you know, agents obviously standing at the front of the opens and, and taking people's uh, names and numbers. Uh, and, and, and at the time, a lot of people were actually using the, the clipboard or, you know, hard copy. And uh, we basically helped to digitize that process to enable that to be captured nice and easily and very efficiently. Uh, and all sync straight through to the CRM and, and really help to um, make that whole process a lot more streamlined. And so moving forward, you've also had some time at ANZI. It's not ANZI anymore though, is it? Correct. Yeah, it's rebranded to 1835i. So yeah, ANZI is the innovation division of the ANZ Bank. Uh, and it's uh, recently actually spun out of the bank and become a, an independent operation uh, now known as 1835i. Is there anything exciting coming through there? Like what sort of trends are you seeing, you know, from from that space? Because I can remember even a couple of years ago, I was in America and the ground was just shaking with prop tech. Um, is there anything exciting on the horizon for us? Yeah, always. So 1835i and, and prior at ANZI, the focus was all around both fintech and prop tech. And, uh, and I was sort of brought in to help bolster the, the prop tech side. But yeah, it was really great experience and, and, and great to be able to have a look at the, the global market in terms of what's going on there, you know, emerging trends and, and, and new uh, businesses popping up everywhere, uh, trying to solve different problems. And the, you know, the common themes that we constantly see are obviously ways in which to try and make things more efficient. Uh, and that's really the, the fundamental element of, of what, you know, what pop tech businesses are trying to do across the world. And uh, you know, obviously some are tackling that from an agent perspective, some are tackling that from the buyer's perspective, some are from the vendor side, uh, you know, some are heavily focused around finance, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, obviously things like AI are really starting to, to evolve now. Um, and so, yeah, it's all about trying to figure out really what prop tech uh, is relevant for, for each uh, agent in their own business. And that, that's probably the hardest bit. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about props and its role in the online transaction space, which has evolved like quite a bit over the last couple of years. Can you walk us through the problem that props is designed to solve? Yeah, for sure. So look, essentially uh, props is, is, a, is a platform of digital tools to help optimize the whole offer flow for a sales campaign. So when you think about that, uh, we break it down in terms of the, the problem that it was solving, was really thinking about it in, in, in the context of a normal, say, private treaty campaign. So under that normal scenario, when, a, when an agent's obviously engaging with a buyer at an open home, uh, there's obviously a lot of back and forth there. And then at some point in that conversation, the buyer will basically be asked to place an offer in writing. And now the, the challenge there is that there's a, there's a few things. So from the agent side, there may be multiple ways in which that, that uh, offer is asked to be received. Uh, so, you know, an agent could get a text message, an email, uh, they might get a phone call, they might get, uh, you know, some document to be signed, there might be a contract, it may be hard copy, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and often the, the way in which the, the offers are flowing through uh, can be very difficult to manage, very difficult to piece together and, and have a clear visibility for the agent over that full campaign and where it's at. So that's, that's the core problem from the agent's view, uh, first and foremost. From the buyer's side, the challenge is, you know, as we all know, a lot of buyers don't buy property that, that often. So uh, when an agent says to them, look, send me through an offer, 
a lot of buyers often don't know what that means. They might be like, well, um, do I send you an email with a, with a price or what do I put on there? Uh, and often buyers don't want to look like they're uh, a novice and don't, and don't know what they're doing because they're, they're sort of showing their cards uh, early in the negotiation. So it's about trying to provide um, you know, a solution for the buyer to, to be guided through the offer process and really solve that problem from their side. And then obviously allow it to be a single point of entry uh, for the agent in terms of having one way in which they can provide uh, collect offers uh, and then also what constitutes the offer uh, to help add some standardization and consistency there and then providing the platform to actually allow them to manage all of those and then the whole back and forth between buyer and vendor etc so it really solves problems across you know the, the buyer the agent in the vendor side uh, which we've been uh, very focused on on trying to piece together yeah, so the magic, I think, of this idea, when I first saw it, I thought, you know, why hasn't someone thought of a big add to cart button for, you know, because <laughs> it, it's not an add to cart button, but I'm very familiar with online shopping and adding things to my cart, as my husband sure. will testify. How did you come up with something just that simple? Like, what was the light bulb moment that led to that? Actually, yeah, the word simple is, is it, you're spot on. That, that, and that's the hard bit, right? It's all about trying to figure out, uh, you know, a simple solution for a hard problem. Uh, and so, look, you know, the credit goes to, to, our, to the team. You know, we, we basically uh, pulled a, a very smart team together. Um, and when we took a lot of time to research the, um, the whole pain points along you know, the buying and selling journeys uh, for the, the buyers, the vendors, and also the, the agent, we found that really where the three paths you know, uh, collide in terms of that, that negotiation phase was really where the most stress occurred in, in that process and the biggest pain point. So we, we really dived into that negotiation piece and, and identified the fact that, look, there's, there's several sort of players out there at the, at the time that were, uh, you know, focused heavily on sort of a digital auction side of things. But the reality is that most of the 500,000 odd properties that get sold per year are actually sold through some form of offer and acceptance. So, and we, we very clearly said, well, gee, there really isn't anyone focused around that piece, which is the majority of all transactions. So if there's some way in which we could help to make that whole process a lot more efficient and streamlined, surely there's a, an opportunity there. So that's when we, we built out the concept and, and tested that with you know, hundreds of, of buyers, uh, agents and vendors and, uh, and, and props was born. Yeah. Amazing. And so from an agent's point of view, like um, how can an agent use the props product in their listing presentation to help them win more listings in effect? Yeah, good point. And uh, this is a really key element. So um, props is a, a white label solution. So uh, we operate under the agent's brand so that the beauty is they can exactly, as you mentioned, they can use it as part of their listing presentations to help uh, basically articulate to vendors the process that they have to obtain offers and, and be able to explain how more efficient that is, the way in which they can actually obtain more offers, the way in which those offers then could it be easily compared. So for the vendor, uh, the benefit that they will see is that all of a sudden they'll be able to have a lot more transparency over, over what's going on in the campaign because it's all uh, fed through from the agent. 
Um, and, and very importantly, it's all controlled by the agent still. So the, the vendor doesn't see anything unless the agent's passing it through. And then the vendor has visibility over those offers, but can easily compare apples to apples rather than, you know, the situation of having a, you know, one offer that might be a, uh, an SMS uh, that, that may or may not progress. And then, you know, that, that might be slightly higher than, than one sitting on contract. So then the vendor's got a very difficult situation to go, well, gee, what, where do we go? Do we, take, do we do progress with this one that's just an SMS that may or may not be real? It's slightly higher, but then we've got this one on contract and we don't want to lose that. So uh, whereas what Props allows is that ability for that vendor to see them apples to apples, they can compare them very easily and be able to make informed decisions. So an agent can absolutely use that to their advantage and talk through that process and explain that this is one of their tools because it's under their brand. It's one of their tools that they can utilize in the campaign to help really optimize the result for that vendor. And and they do uh, use that very well in their listing presentations. It's interesting, isn't it? Because, um, you know, with the last couple of years in the pandemic, um, technology has really come to the forefront, you know, particularly solutions like yours. Um, how has the last two years shaped the development of props? Yeah, look, it's it's obviously uh, COVID has been uh, wide reaching and, and, and obviously a massive impact, particularly in the, in the real estate space. So, Funnily enough, a lot of people ask us, did, did we build or create props uh, because of COVID? And, and the answer is no, we actually had the idea prior. Uh, it's just that we happened to launch the business during COVID. Uh, but yeah, COVID definitely has, has changed the game in many ways. One is that uh, agents were forced to utilize digital tools, you know, to, to, to start to obviously transact property. So uh, it really sort of advanced the adoption of technology in the prop tech world, uh, probably by you know, a number of years. And uh, because agents were just forced to look at ways in which they could have, you know, virtual tours and, and things like that and, and online negotiation type tools and, on, and you know, digital auction, digital offers, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, and ways in which to have, you know, digital settlement, uh, et cetera. So, and advance the adoption of technology, you know, point one. Secondly, then on the buyer side, uh, obviously, as we all know now, you know, things like QR codes are just common day. Yeah, so, uh, you know, there's not one person in the country that hasn't probably seen a QR code in the last two years. So um, being able to utilize elements and, and, you know, tools such as QR codes now, which, which we utilize in props, uh, is great because, you know, buyers know how to use them. They don't, no longer there's a, a requirement for a, sec, a, you know, a, a separate app to download and try to, you know, scan a QR code and it's very clunky. It's you know, very easy to use with your camera and people are doing it every day. So it's, it's something then, again, the technology uh, has really, sorry, the usage of that technology has advanced several years. And so when you tie those pieces together between buyer and agent, you can actually come up with a solution that, that can really uh, be utilized quite easily without, uh, without many barriers. Yeah, so who'd have thought it, hey? Like I can remember, you know, back when we started Elite Agent that, you know, I, I remember there was a big movement that, that QR codes would never, ever, ever take off. And um, yeah. now thanks to the pandemic, they've made a bigger comeback than, you know, J-Lo and Ben Affleck. Um, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> um, they have but, had a few lives, the old QR codes, and yeah, it's good to see them back. 
Yeah. So just to summarise, is what you're saying. So like I'm I'm a potential buyer. I've come to inspect a property and I want to make an offer. So it's just as simple as me picking up my phone, scanning a QR code, and then I can actually make an offer with a props button. Correct. So yeah. So so just to sort of step that yeah that process through exactly. So the QR codes will be printed off and left in the property in some way or on brochures or whatever. The agent can then uh, direct their buyer to scan that QR code. That buyer then gets taken straight through to the agent's website. On the agent's listing itself, there'll be a make an offer button, and then that buyer can click that make an offer button. It's all under the agent's brand and on the agent's website, so it's obviously part of the agent experience that they're offering their buyers, and then the buyer's guided through in a step-by-step process to place that offer. That offer then goes through to the agent, uh, and then the agent can utilize the, the, uh, the props uh, backend solution where they can manage all of those offers all in one place and then action those accordingly and, and have full, full control, full visibility over the offers and the campaign. And then we also have a, a suite of other products that, that the agent can utilize to really ramp up the competitive nature of the, of the campaigns, to really optimize um, that optimize the result for that campaign. So they can, you know, add, add countdown timers. They can create certain levels of, of uh, visibility uh, for each of the buyers. So they can, they can have these levers that they can basically turn on and off to really increase and monitor the, the level of competition within that particular campaign. Well, that would be really interesting too, because um, I'm just thinking at the moment, you know, like, um, the media are telling us that there's been a bit of a shift in the market and agents are even saying the same thing. And I'm sort of feeling like this tool could be really useful in in the whole transparency thing because, you know, like one moment you think your property's worth, you know, this amount and then a month later it's it's not worth that amount at all. Um, what's been the reaction from consumers to this technology? Well, consumers love it. Uh, and we, we've been very fortunate, uh, not only when we started the business and did a lot of that research, we wanted to make sure we understood uh, the challenges that buyers were facing and, uh, and, and how this solution could apply. And whenever they place an offer, uh, we basically uh, do a quick survey and, and 94% of buyers love the process. And, you know, when, when an agent, um, you know, would ask, ask them, so, well, an agent could ask themselves and say, you know, when's the last time they had, uh, you know, a stat like that where a process that they've engaged their buyers in, you know, 94% of the time they love it. So it's, it's something that we feel very strongly about that is a really, um, you know, important tool that the, that the buyers can easily use. They feel confident to be able to place an offer. And, and when a buyer feels confident and comfortable, you know, that's when they're going to be happy to place an offer. And then it's still fully controlled by the agent. So obviously the, you know, nothing replaces the, uh, the, that really important, you know, face-to-face and the agent direct communication elements. And that's, that's crucial to every negotiation. So nothing can ever uh, take that away from the agent. But what we can do is help provide a platform to help make the whole process a lot more streamlined and a lot more efficient. And that just helps, I guess, break down some of the concerns for the buyers and, and, and helps them to actually uh, place more offers. Yeah, absolutely. And so obviously um, agents are loving this product as well because Props has been through quite a, a large growth phase, particularly in 2020, 2021, and you've now got 27 employees, which is which is an amazing growth story. Um, how have you managed that growth internally? 
couple more now we're 29 but uh since, oh, since that go. number got through to you <laughs> yeah um so yeah look it's been it's been uh, obviously growing pains are a part of a challenge of any sort of business so uh, you know on one hand it's been amazing you know the, the experience and the growth uh, on the other hand you know it, it's obviously a learning process and something that you know we've we've gone through before in in past businesses but it's it's never easy you know it's hard to find the right people uh, we believe our you know our greatest asset is our people um, and we, it's very difficult to find that, those right people. So we have quite a unique process to identify talent and, and bring them on board and make sure that they are um, you know, going to fit, fit our culture and fit our business. And uh, we, we have been very fortunate that we, we found the right people and, and we've been able to grow at a very quick pace. Yeah, we, we really grew from you know, the starting original founding team of four, four team members back in middle of July, uh, we kept it quite small and lean for about 12 months as we were sort of, you know, building the, the MVP and the pilot initially for the business. And then uh, we really have only scaled uh, that, that quickly in the last 12 months from there to almost 30 people. So, you know, a lot of people have been finding it very tough to find people, but I, but I feel that just the culture that we create, the, the environment, uh, the flexibility, um, and you know the uh, fundamentally the work that we're working on is very rewarding for for the team and so and and people feel very very passionate and strong strongly about the fact that we're doing something that is making a difference and uh, and I think that's why we've been able to attract and retain you know we haven't had one person leave essentially that that uh, you know we, we weren't uh, expecting to it's interesting like I look at your marketing you know with the the gifts with the little pointy fingers and things like that. Obviously, people listening to the podcast can't see me sort of pointing my fingers. But um, I think it's, you know, you, you'll see the banners on our website and, you know, like obviously we'll leave some links to props in the show notes and, and stuff like that. But it just looks like fun. Like, you know, it just looks like, you know, like um, maybe that's um, maybe that's the fun that the employees are having coming through in your marketing. Totally. And look, you know, I owe a lot of that to my business partner, Alex Whitco. And yeah, he's, he's, he's the creative uh, design guy that I'm not. Uh, and, and a lot of that does, uh, does come down to him. And so, you know, we've, we've been able to build quite a cool brand, you know, and, you know, we feel like that, uh, you know, the, the presence or the brand associations that we've built in market quite quickly, um, you know, has resonated quite well with agents. You know, we're, we're here to basically try and make agents look good. And that's our job. You know, we're not about trying to, um, you know, push our own brand. We, we want to help them, you know, um, create their brand and, and grow stronger. And, you know, so as a business, we feel very strongly about that. So bringing people in that, that, that are, you know, understand that vision and, and can follow that vision and really be passionate about that is important. So we've created the, you know, the, the environment around the brand and that, that is definitely reflected in our culture and the way we do things internally. And we do have a lot of fun. We work hard, but we, we certainly have a lot of fun. And, um, and again, that's why I think uh, you know, we've, we've attracted some, some amazing talent. That's just a good general business lesson, isn't it, to, you know, sort of have, have something that you stand for, a vision that you stand for and values and a culture and then attract people based on that because, um, you know, everyone, everyone needs to believe in something these days, I think, particularly after the last, the last couple of years for sure. Exactly. So before we finish today, um, I'd like to tap into your experience to do a bit of crystal ball gazing, um, if that's okay, because we're, yeah, sure. ev- we're having an event in a couple of months' time called Elite Retreat, and we're starting to think about the year 2030 and what that means to real estate agents. Um, there's been some trends that I've noticed, like particularly in the prop tech space, people um, you know, forming partnerships and things like that. And I think 
with props, you've formed some partnerships yourselves with um, the PropTech Group, for example, um, yes. you know, other CRM systems, things like that. What do you see as emerging tech trends in real estate right now? Yeah, it looks certainly aligned to exactly what you're talking about. So, so our philosophy fundamentally is we believe that we should partner integrate with best of breed solutions rather than uh, recreating the wheel. So we're all about trying to partner with the right people that, that have like-minded philosophies uh, in terms of, you know, but we're, that we're here to serve the industry and, and help agents. And so we want to make sure that we align to, you know, fundamentally people that have, have those, those principles and, and, and focus, but also that have technology or solutions that um, mirror ours in some way. So the reason why we want to do that is because we want to take the headache away from the agent. You know, the big challenge that we were talking about before with, you know, having so many prop techs in market and, and, and the choice is very, very difficult uh, not only the choice is difficult, but actually when you, if you do choose a product, the integration element is difficult. So, you know, you might have a number of, of different solutions and they don't talk to each other. So what our philosophy is, is about trying to do that integration, that partnership and integration and take that headache away from the agent. And so what we're trying to do and what we are seeing across the market, uh, even globally is, is sort of that consolidation in a way where it's about, bringing solutions together uh, in a very seamless manner. And you mentioned uh, PropTech Group. So, you know, working with, with Vault and Eagle and, and other CRMs as well, um, we are basically bringing together the solutions so that they're so integrated that an agent doesn't have to jump into from one solution to another solution to another solution. Uh, it all just works. It all just it all basically can be accessible through one screen, through, uh, you know, through one, uh, one solution and all the integration work is done. So just to save agents having that big challenge of multiple systems and you know information not getting synced, et cetera, et cetera. And so that's really our focus. And, 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 uh, and that's really certainly what we're seeing as a bit of a trend across the market. Yeah, interesting. And where do you see PropTech? Well, you know, I'm, I'm thinking 2030. 2030 is actually not that far away. It's only eight, not even 10 years away. It's sooner than that. Yeah. Um, where do you see the prop tech space in, in eight to 10 years time? Yeah, look, it's, it's all about really you know, converging the technologies in a very, very seamless manner. And so basically, you know, what, what a lot of the prop techs uh, that we believe that we've seen and that we're working with uh, focus is, is to, is to create efficiencies in workflows. And so what we are seeing evolve is basically that as those technologies are integrated uh, more and more seamlessly, what we might see in you know five, 10 years time and, and, and possibly 2030, as you mentioned, is that you know a buyer walks up to a property, uh, engages with the agent, and, and the process of buying that property is so seamless it could just be a matter of ticking a box or press, pressing a button. And then everything just works seamlessly in the back end uh, behind the scenes without that buyer having to be challenged with um, you know, very, very complicated or, or disjointed processes. And that would, be, that would be amazing you know, to sort of get to that level of efficiency uh, is, really, is really part of our goal. Okay, so it wouldn't be a talk about prop tech without asking, and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a conversation about the future without um, everyone's favourite topic at the moment, which seems to be Web three and NFTs and things like that. Um, it seems like your technology would be perfectly positioned to be able to transact property via NFT, like 
in the future because we're talking with crystal ball gazing now. Sure. What do you, what are your thoughts on that whole space? Yeah, look, it's a it's a it's a crazy space, and obviously it's a hot topic. Uh, a lot of people hear about it and talk about it, but a lot of as many people that don't actually quite know the full details of it. But look, in that sort of token based economy, uh, there's there's a world of opportunity. You know, our our platform fundamentally could be utilised to you know purchase a property um, with NFTs or whatever type of you know currency, whether it's crypto or, or other. Um, and so we certainly have have thought about that and looked at that. Uh, the challenge is at the moment we feel that it's not quite um, mainstream enough just yet. Uh, we want to make sure that you know our focus is is quite heavily uh, on on the current you know environment and the way in which people buy and sell property, and and obviously working first and foremost with agents to to do that and make that process more efficient. But certainly we we have a a bit of a an eye on on sort of the Web three world and and understanding you know blockchain and understanding the way in which that world uh, operates. Uh, but uh, yeah, we certainly could quite easily adapt the platform um, to, to operate in that space. But uh, who knows if we, if we will go there. Yeah, the whole space is very, very interesting and lots of chatter about it. But one final, final, actually, it's sure. my, it'll be my second last question, actually, um, because there's always one more. But, um, you know, so coming coming closer to, to now, what are your plans for props in the next year or so? Look, uh, yeah, we've really basically set the foundations for the business now. We've, as you know, we've locked in a lot of key partnerships with a lot of agent groups and a lot of uh, you know, technology providers. So, so this next twelve months for us is all about really uh, realizing that that growth and scale. So, it's rolling out with a lot of our uh, partner real estate groups. It's uh, ensuring that we become more and more integrated and and uh, more seamless with a lot of the other technology partners that we're working with. Uh, and really just making sure that we can try to continue this growth, continue helping to create more of a standardized platform across the across the country to make it easier for people to uh, buy and sell property. Yeah, well, that's it's something that um, I know that that everyone is keen on because you know, like it's one of the most complicated processes, and the simpler we can make it for everyone, that the the better I feel. Absolutely. So, Daniel, I want to say thank you today for um, spending some time with us and talking prop tech and, and all about props and things like that. And thank you very much for sharing your knowledge with us and, and doing a bit of crystal ball gazing with me. I always love that. Um, but um, the final question I always ask everyone is, you know, you've shared a lot with us today. If there was one thing or one action you would like people to take away from this episode, what would it be? Look, I think fundamentally, uh, I've mentioned it a few times in this chat around workflows and efficiencies. I think the the thing that I would like to challenge each of the listeners to is think about your business in terms of those workflows. So, you know, map out, or if you haven't done so, please please think about mapping out the way in which the, you know the processes that you have in place to obtain offers in your business, and think about you know is that a is that a nice streamless experience that you're very proud of to to share and have your buyers adhere to? Or is that something in which you can think about maybe there's ways to make that experience a lot more seamless, a lot more streamlined and efficient? Uh, and, and if so, look, we'd love to help. You know, So uh, we, we would certainly would suggest if, if someone wants to get in contact with us to jump onto the website, it's uh, just props.com, so P-R-O-P-P-S.com. Jump on there, uh, have a look through what we offer, and uh, we would love to help in some way, shape or form. Daniel Bignall, thank you so much. Thank you, Sam. 
We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Elevate podcast. With thanks to connectnow.com.au. Don't forget to get access to all of Elite Agent's premium resources, including a detailed episode guide for this podcast. Visit joineliteagent.com.